Hello, and thank you for listening to High Schooled. Please remember that these are the opinions, experiences, and thoughts of the students, not Westlaco East High School. Thank you and continue to listen. Hello and welcome to High Schooled, the podcast where a few high school students talk on different topics that they are interested in. My name is Riley Gabriel, and on this podcast platform, I will create a series of three episodes where I will begin talking about different historical events or periods that I believe are extremely important and have shaped the world into what it is today. This is the second episode of my series, so make sure to check out the episode on the Victorian ep- era after you listen to this one. As I said in my previous episode, I really like to learn about history. Some might find history to be a little on the boring side or not even significant enough to learn about it in school. But for me, history is filled with many mysteries and interesting stories about different people all around the nation and the world and what they went through in life during a time that we might not be able to relate to. From the many interesting people that have come before us like the Mayans and others like Anne Frank and William Shakespeare, to fashion from times like in the 1940s with the new look style and in the 80s with different fashion choices like the shoulder pads, the past can be looked at in a lens of curiosity and wonder. It can also be looked at as a teaching mechanism as to what we can do better than what we as a society or country have done in the past, or remember the accomplishments that have made the society into what we are living in right now. When attending college, I would like to study history and hopefully become a historian in the future. In this episode, I will be talking about one of my favorite eras in history, which is known as the modern or modernism era which took place from the beginning of the 20th century up until the middle of the 20 up until the middle of the century in the 1950s. I find this period to be really interesting because it seems that every decade has a different and unique style and feel to it like the roaring 20s and just after that with the Great Depression in the 30s. In this episode, I will talk about the modern period and some of the most important events that occurred during this time. Coming out of the Victorian era, the world was about to quickly change. Queen Victoria of the United Kingdom passed away on January 22, 1901. This is said to mark the end of a long and impactful period. During the modern era, many technological advances were made that has changed the way we as humans function in our everyday lives, from the invention of the telephone to the band-aid, which was created in 1920 by Earl Dixon. One thing that we can't live without in the 21st century that seemed almost impossible in the early 1900s was the telephone. This wonderful piece of technology was created by multiple people, but the one person who is commonly referred to as the inventor of the telephone is Alexander Graham Bell. Another thing I know that I can't live without or at least not be as happy with is music. Although the gramophone wasn't exactly created in the modern era, which is also known as the record player, it became extremely popular in this period. These years were some of the first instances where people were able to listen to recorded pieces of music in their homes and relax to or dance along with with family and friends. Other than the technology that popped up during this time, 
There was another thing that infamously came out of this time period. Of course, I am talking about the two world wars that changed the society of many countries forever. This was one of the first times that countries all over the planet were fighting against each other and it seemed as though half of the world made an enemy out of the other half. The first world war started in 1914 and ended in 1918 while the second one began in 1939 and ultimately came to a close in 1945. Although both wars be were horrific events, I would argue that the second one was way worse compared to its predecessor. With the second world war in the 1940s, Adolf Hitler, who was a dictator of Germany during this time, joined forces with Japan and Italy and became the Axis powers. Hitler essentially started the second war because he decided to invade Poland, which made Britain and France, France declare war against Germany. Hitler despised Jewish people and many other minorities and believed they were inferior to him and others that shared the same characteristics as him. Because of his deep hatred, he began the genocide which resulted in the death of over 6 million Jewish people. To try and stop this madness, many countries including the United States, Great Britain, and the Soviet Union joined together as the Allied Powers to stop the terror of Adolf Hitler, Benito Mussolini, and Emperor Hirohito. Also keep in mind that the United States didn't join the war until the end of 1941 as a result of Japan bombing Pearl Harbor on December 7th of 1941. Right now, I will include an audio clip of President Franklin D. Roosevelt when he declared that the United States of America was going to war against Japan. Yesterday, December 7, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. The United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. The United States was at peace with that nation and at the solicitation of Japan was still in conversation with its government and its emperor looking toward the maintenance of peace in the Pacific. Indeed, one hour after Japanese air squadrons had commenced bombing in the American island of Oahu, the Japanese ambassador to the United States and his colleagues delivered to our Secretary of State a formal reply to a recent American message. Japan has therefore undertaken a surprise offensive extending throughout the Pacific area. The facts of yesterday and today speak for themselves. The people of the United States have already form their opinions and well understand the implications to the very life and safety of our nation. With confidence 
in our armed forces with the unbounding determination of our people, we will gain the inevitable triumph, so help us God. Congress declare that since the unprovoked and dastardly attack by Japan on Sunday, December 7, 1941, a state of war has existed between the United States and the Japanese Empire. The modern era was in just a time of doom and gloom. For example, the women's movement made some serious progress during this time period. For one thing, the fight for equal rights amongst women with the suffragette movement didn't really become a movement until 1848, but it didn't really get popular until the beginning of the 1900s, or it at least didn't see real change until this time. On August 18th of 1920, the 19th Amendment was passed in America, which granted all American women the right to vote. Another instance of the women's movement making itself known was during the Second World War. This was a moment in time where a lot of the men were leaving to join the war and defend the country. Many women and children were left in the United States to make sure that the nation was still running properly. This is when Rosie the Riveter came in. If you have time, you can search up the famous poster of her. She was and is still a cultural icon during the Second World War, which was supposed to represent the many women that took the place of the men. So many women started to work in the factories to produce the supplies needed for America to fight in the war. The war. On the poster, Rosie is depicted as flexing her bicep and saying, we can do it. Literature and art was also tremendously affected by the unprecedented times. One of the most famous artistic movements that was developed in the aftermath of World War I is known as Surrealism. Many of these pieces depict unnerving scenes where the unconscious mind was allowed to express itself. One of the most famous pieces from this movement is the persistence of memory which was created by Salvador Dali in 1931. In this piece of art, the scene is set on a coast where there are a few clocks that are deformed and seem to have melted. If you have time, you can also search up this piece of art. Unfortunately, that is all the time we have left for this episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode at least a little bit and you learned a few things that have happened in the modern era, or as some others might say it, the modernism era. I also hope that you became interested in at least one thing that I have mentioned during these few minutes from where society was when this period started to when it ended just when the civil rights era was beginning with the introduction of people like Martin Luther King Jr. and Rosa Parks. I find it really interesting in this era Every decade had a different style and aesthetic. 
like how in the beginning of the, in the 1910s, the women wore floor-length dresses and everything was covered up, and the men were commonly seen wearing suits and top hats. But just 10 years later in the 1920s, the flappers were introduced and women were showing a little more skin and they were allowed to have more fun. I also find it very intriguing that this was a time when the world seemed like it was falling apart and every country was fighting with another nation. But if we stop looking at the two world wars and what was happening in these events, we would see that back at home many citizens came together to make sure their country was still working as it should be. In this era slash period, it can be looked at in two completely different ways. If you enjoyed this episode and what I had to say on this period of change and war, my next episode will be on the postmodern period. The postmodern period is also known as the post-war era because it begins around the end of the Second World War. This era begins with the civil rights movement and it is arguably still going on today, but I will stop my episode around the turn of the 21st century. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.